This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, September 25th, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. Once communism had fallen in Eastern Europe, the next steps toward markets were not simple or easy. Vaslav Klaus, the president of the Czech Republic, remembers the intense resistance to the move to markets. Klaus now believes that capitalism, even in its highly regulated form, faces new and powerful opposition. He spoke at the Cato Institute September 21, 2009, to mark the 20th anniversary of the fall of communism. This is the second of two portions of his speech. Immediately after the fall of communism, it was necessary to open the markets, both internally and externally, to liberalize and deregulate them, to desubsidize the economy in order to reveal the true costs and prices of all kinds of economic activities, to denationalize and privatize the whole economy. The quick disappearance of the institutions of the old system led, however, to an institutional vacuum which had to be filled with alternative institutions as soon as possible to avoid huge costs of anarchy or semi-anarchy. Waiting for Godot, waiting for the existence of a perfectly prepared box of rules and institutions of a market economy before the starting of the whole liberalization and deregulation process would have been a tragic mistake. The scholastic dispute of what should come first, markets or market-supporting institutions, reminds me of the eternal chicken-egg sequencing question. We had to go ahead and, to use that analogy, and work on chickens and eggs simultaneously. The moralistic preaching coming even from this country and maybe even from this place, that there must be the rule of law first was an empty slogan. The issue was how to create it, the rule of law, not whether we wanted it or, or not. And this was really easily and cheaply misunderstood in many circles of our friends here in this country as well. Where are we now? On the one hand, the economies of the post-communist countries are stronger, more mature, more stable, more robust, and less vulnerable than at the beginning. The institutions and rules are more solid and comprehensive. The spontaneous learning by doing brought about positive results New generations with a different approach to life and society are taking the lead. The development was, however, not linear, going in one direction only. I believe, I believe that the first post-communist decade can be characterized as an uphill movement, more freedom, more democracy, more market economy, less state intervention, less regulation. In the fundamental equation, 
citizen versus state. We had been moving towards the free citizen, away from the state and its <coughs> masterminding of society. Socialism or social democratism was in a retreat. New collectivistic isms, such as environmentalism, had been gradually gaining strength, and some of us were aware of that, but their role was not yet as dominant as it is now. This has, <coughs> however, dramatically changed. The second post-communist decade was quite different from the first one. We have been moving into the opposite direction, downhill. We experience less freedom, more regulation, more manipulation of people in the name of all kinds of politically correct ambitions. We experience post-democracy instead of democracy. We experience growing disbelief in markets. Social democratism and environmentalism are on the winning side. The market, the market economy more or less disappeared. We got a social and ecological market economy instead. This shift was, I believe, evident during the whole second decade of the post-communist era to all who wanted to see it. But the current financial and economic crisis made it even more profound. It weakened many of the achievements of the era of the radical dismantling of communism 20 years ago even farther. The same happened in the non post-communist countries as well. I know we didn't come here to discuss the current crisis. We know it will sooner or later be over. The real damage caused by the crisis will, I'm afraid, stay with us for a long time. The adversaries of the market have again managed to spread a far-reaching distrust in the existing economic system. But this time, and this is the main problem, this time it is not the mistrust in the free market capitalism. This is not the mistrust in the laissez-faire system. This is not the mistrust in the capitalism of Adam Smith, Friedrich von Hayek, or Milton Friedman. This is not the mistrust in the in the system for decades defended by the Cato Institute, as it was the case 70, 80 years ago. It is now the mistrust even in the highly regulated capitalism of the last decades. I'm not sure whether capitalism can survive such a massive attack. The market either is or it is not. There are no third ways. We should consider our duty <coughs> to fight against the newly rediscovered belief in the state, against the second generation Keynesianism we see around us these days. 
we must not allow the repetition of the 1930s and the decades that followed. We must limit, not expand, government interventions into the market. That is our task for today and for tomorrow. The final sentence is that the communist experience should never be forgotten, otherwise it will be repeated. Thank you very much. Václav Klaus is president of the Czech Republic. He spoke at the Cato Institute's event marking 20 years since the fall of communism in Eastern Europe. You can watch the full event at Cato.org.